We're back with episode seven of Mouthful with Shanti. I am Shanti. This week, I interview Tammy T. We talk about her experience as a black woman in the military, how Oakland and the gay scene has changed over the years, and the blessings of her hysterectomy. So here we go. Because I'm like, I don't have time for new friends, it feels yeah. like. PlayStation. Yeah. But that was just, uh, I mean, what age group are you, is on PlayStation sometimes? I don't play online. Okay. Because sometimes I hear my fans playing Fortnite, and I'm like, who is it as a 12-year-old boy cussing somebody out? I don't play online. Some people are, are they, it, it, playing online is too many N-words flying. Yeah. And I don't, none of these people are black that are yelling out How long N-words. have you been playing online, and how did this shift at any point? Has this always started with such racist things being said online? And is there a connection between, like, fighting a lot of a lot of these kids they just want they want that fantasy of being able to do that Mm -hmm. but when it can't when it comes down to it they they wouldn't be up for it yeah they're not going to be up for walking uh 14 miles with 60 pounds of crap on your back they're not going to be they're not going to be up for that yeah you know so it's a fantasy yeah and it's a fun fantasy that they can spew all the racist rhetoric and think nobody's ever going to find out until they do and then they'll apologize did you experience any of that racist rhetoric while you were on tour like where have you where have you been have you been sent anywhere through war through the military through you know what has been your experience with that and have you experienced racism in it i'm black yeah and i'm a lesbian yeah um, and i'm a woman so how many different ways do you want to that's a marginalization Venn diagram, like you. Right I'm gonna in the get it because of, I'm a yeah, woman. Yep. I'm gonna get it because I'm black, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get it because I'm a lesbian. So, pick one. Yeah. And well, I've dealt with them all. I've lost jobs for being gay. Mm-hmm. Um, in the military, I've experienced sexism. Um, I've experienced men whipping out their penises, mm-hmm. sergeants taking yeah. his penis out in the woods in the night, calling me over while he's pissing. I'm sorry. I'm sucks. like, yeah, if I come over there, I got this big knife. <laughs> so if I come over there, I'm going to cut it off. Yeah. They'll never find it. Lorraine yeah. Bobbitt ain't got nothing on me, buddy. <laughs> she just threw that shit out she of the window. Yeah, you right. about to... A moving car. It's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of trees out here. I could bury this somewhere. They'll never find it. Or feed it to a coyote. Yeah. You choose. So he ended up leaving me alone. Um, and I got that a lot in the military. Once you, And that's, that's with all guys. Yeah. Once you show your alpha dominance to guys, they pretty much be like, okay, she's crazy. Yeah. And they leave you alone. Do you feel like that's a tool that you developed or maybe already had and that you feel like helped you navigate that, I don't know, sexism or misogyny? I had strong parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to say stepdad. Yeah, because, because a, why? Yeah, that's yeah. a step below. My primary dad, because he was primarily there in my life, mm-hmm. he taught me a lot. Fixed cars, taught me. He taught me how to be a man and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I watched him as a man, man, manly man, take care of my mom and mm-hmm. give her whatever she, her heart desired. You know, when he died, he left her a house. He left her, you know, financially stable. Um, and same as my mom. When my mom passed, she left, passed it down to me and my sister. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've come from a strong family. I watched my mom and my primary dad work 
multiple jobs at once. I saw them deal with all kind of racism. Mm -hmm. um, even though we grew, I grew up in what the seventies and eighties. And where you grew up in LA? I was born in Brooklyn mm -hmm. and raised in Los Angeles and New York. Mm -hmm. I would go back to Brooklyn and Queens uh, in the summer. Well, you kind of collected a nice uh, grouping of places yeah. uh, to collect experience to shape, I guess, you. My parents were the type of people, you couldn't stay home. Mm -hmm. There was no staying home in the summer. Um, on the weekends, you had to go somewhere or you had to do something. Either you went to summer school, summer camp, you had to do something. You couldn't stay in the house. Better yourself in mm -hmm. some way. We went to work with them um, when... They went to go clean, um, uh, what are those, high-rise buildings? Office buildings, office buildings, yeah, yeah. We had to go with them. Mm -hmm. When my mom worked at the convalescent home, I had to go with her. So mm -hmm. there was no time left at home by yourself other than in the morning before school. Yeah. Or after school. And after school, there was uh, a couple of parents that were looking out for our apartment while my parents weren't home. Mm -hmm. So anything we did was reported back. Yeah. So there, for me, there was really no wiggle room to get in trouble. Yeah. However, I got in trouble every day. What'd you get in trouble for? Everything. <laughs> What'd you get in trouble for? Okay. I, okay. I, okay. I started a little fire. <laughs> a little fire. Okay. I What's a little fire? Well, a candle? Okay. Well, I burnt my whole babysitter's bed down. Okay. <laughs> my mom and... They were all in the kitchen, and we lived downstairs, but they were all in the kitchen. We was upstairs in this lady's house, and I was in the room, and I was playing. I don't know if I had matches or a lighter. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but I had, I think it was a lighter, and I kept lighting the little shingles mm -hmm. that hang down off the bed, Oh, right? Yeah. And I was like, Pff. I kept putting it out, Pff. put it out, Pff. put it out, and then this one time it made that fire noise, and I was like, oh, shit, I can't put it out. So I was like, I need some water. And I went in the bathroom and I got some tissue and I, I had to wet the tissue yeah, on the yeah. sink. I was like, this ain't gonna work. I knew. <laughs> you already knew. <laughs> I'm gonna try to make it work. I was like, this ain't gonna work. I'm gonna need a cup of water. So I went in the kitchen and you know, parents don't listen. <laughs> parents do not listen to kids. They go straight to the 50,000 questions, you know. They go, through, well, did, did you have a bad dream? No, I just need some water. Can I have some water, please? <laughs> can I have some water? Uh, did you did you see a scary movie? No, no, ma'am. Can I can I please have some water? Can, and, and I'm just like really freaking out because I'm like, There's I a know, fire. <laughs> no, it's worse now. And, you know, it was like, well, maybe, maybe. And I'm like, no, can I please have some water? And then my mom was like, well, what is that smell? And I was like, I told you I needed some water. So she goes in the room and she opens the door. Yeah. And it's like an inferno and it pushes her back. And she's like, oh, it's that much fire. Wow. And so I ran downstairs and went in my bed. Okay. Cause I don't know anything. <laughs> Cause that wasn't I was on fire. Asleep. That bed was cool. I was asleep. <laughs> I don't know anything about a fire. I was asleep in my bed. Okay. Cause yeah. I was little and the fire department came and they knocked on the door and it's this big ass fireman. And he was like, did you start this fire little girl? And I was like, no, I was asleep. <laughs> I don't know anything about a fire. People, I got my ass whooped for a couple of days. <laughs> okay? I got my ass whooped for a couple of days. We had to move. Yeah. Yeah, we had Here's to move. Here's the fire. They, uh, that little crazy girl, she be starting yeah. fires and shit. Yeah, we had to move. But I feel like my parents owe me yeah. uh, uh, some gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think they owe me a thank you and some gratitude because we, when we did move, it was a better apartment. You know, it was upstairs and downstairs inside. There you, you know go. What I'm saying? We had a nice little backyard area. It was cool. There you go. And I, I feel like I upgraded us. That that you was an upgrade. I feel like it was time for us to move, and my parents wasn't moving fast enough. Yeah. So I had to put some fire under there. Yeah, ass. yeah. There you go. That's how you do it. That's right. So. And from the muddy waters, a lotus there comes out. It. That's that's right. So Buddhist mm-hmm. of you, Tammy. I mean, I'm out here to help. Yeah. Are you religious? No. Okay. I grew up. Catholic. <laughs> I grew up in a, a Catholic Christian. That's the same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I grew up in that. Earlier when you were mentioning, uh, there yeah, you go. The humming and the denying and uh, all that. Yeah. Okay, that's that's a lot of work. The, I had the green uh, Mother Mary with the blood of Jesus on the back. It was a lot. Okay. A lot of church. Okay, so now you're just like, it's not my thing. No, because I know that it's all hypocritical. Yep. All of it, everything that church people say. Mm-hmm. It's hypocritical. You're mm-hmm. not following anything in that book. Yeah. Like I said, my mom and my primary dad, mm-hmm. okay, they, they wasn't even married the majority of my life. Yeah. Because what does sin. that really mean? That's just an institution created, you know? That's it's a like, sin. Yeah. But they were church people. Mm-hmm. You go to church every Sunday, mm-hmm. and you talk about all these sins, all these sins. And I honestly, it didn't hit me until uh, about five years ago. And I was, like, really sad. And I was, like, just not understanding why my parents didn't accept me for me. Yeah. And then I was, like, wait a minute. My parents weren't even married the majority of my life. That's a lot of sucking and fucking going on in the house of the Lord. Yeah. You know? And I was, like, oh, wait a minute. And I started thinking about all these things, the porn Mm -hmm. in the house, in the Mm -hmm. hallway closet. You know, and the my uncle, he had a toothbrush that was a naked woman. It was just titties. Yeah. And a toothbrush. This is, this is you, you're not supposed to do this, church people. So you're like, well, what is this church thing then? It must be hypocritical then. It's all hypocritical. So and your parents weren't accepting when you came out? Or oh, was, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. All growing up, my parents was not cool with anything boyish that mm-hmm. I did. I got a whooping one time. Um, I was little, too. And I, be- I remember we were in New York, and my mom told me, stop walking like a boy. And mm. I don't know what well, that walking, is. Like, yeah. And she spanked me for walking like a boy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Catholic school. I went to Catholic school. had on a white dress. The uniform. Mm-hmm. Mm. White dress, ruffle white dress, ruffle white socks, white patent leather shoes. Mm-hmm. And when she picked me up, I was filthy. Yeah. Bouncing that basketball. I was bouncing that basketball between my legs. I was doing all kinds. Yeah. I was dirty. And she was angry. Yeah. Um, later on, they still didn't accept me playing basketball, but they were like, this is what she's going to do. Yeah. Um, Do they I, still feel like they try to push you towards femininity with oh, what you were wearing? My, yes. Yeah. My aunt, she bought me uh, leather mini skirts. Um, my aunt, I went to New York for the summer. My aunt Jackie... I always mess with her about this. She made me put on this leather mini skirt and this ruffled white shirt, blouse, because yeah. girls don't wear shirts. Yeah. They wear blouses. Yeah. So I had on this ruffled blouse and this mini skirt and these patent leather shoes. Everybody's playing. I'm sitting on a porch in Queens crying. 
Yeah. Snot coming out of my face. I'm ugly face crying because I can't do anything in this. Yeah. So con- restricting. Yes. How do yeah. I play in this? Yeah. I don't never want to be a girl if I have to sit and look like this. Uh, yeah. So finally she was like, just go in there, change your clothes. That's such a definition of how constricting gender boundaries can be of yes. having to be forced into them mm-hmm. where you felt like you can even play as a kid. I can't. How do you how do you play in a miniskirt? How do you play basketball in a miniskirt and patent leather shoes? Yeah. How do you race uh, Charlie mm-hmm. from one corner to the next in patent yeah. leather shoes and a miniskirt and a blouse? Yeah. So what are your thoughts then about this Eminem controversy that's going on right now? Last oh week, what did he do? The green, the green Eminem. Okay. Nah, he is oh, the rapper. Okay, He's okay, so okay. funny. Yeah, the Eminem controversy. He said, what did he do? The uh, candy. I can't, I can't stand Eminem. Shout out. The candy. Oh, I can't stand. I the think candy. he's the worst rapper in the world. Well, good because we talking about candy that don't okay. have a rapper. Eminem's. Um, the controversy last week was that they changed. The green M&M and the brown M&M, the women M&M's uh-huh. outfits. The brown M&M had a higher heel. Uh-huh. They changed it to a lower kitten heel. Okay. The green M&M had those go-go boots and a skirt. Mm-hmm. They changed it to socks and sneakers. Is and that what she wanted to put on? I, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, who's to say those M&M's got tired of that outfit? Exactly. And so they change it and every Fox News people are upset because they feel like they're not exhibiting the levels of femininity that they feel like is them. Why are they changing their levels of femininity now? The the men on Fox were upset, right? I don't know. People, mostly probably cishet, maybe men. And so everyone's mad. So what Eminem did is, you know what? We're taking all the characters away. Here's Maya Rudolph. Right. She's our spokesperson now. Y'all don't get Eminem characters. Well, um, they were upset because Vanessa Williams was once the spokesperson for Eminem. The black woman. Yeah. The world hates two things black people and black women especially yeah so to see vanessa williams the black uh i think wasn't she a uh um didn't she want miss america or something like that a while ago she was yes. a pageant queen yes. i don't know about miss america but i do remember pageant queen yes i believe she was miss, miss universe i don't universe know I universe. yes she was a, a winner and i i believe it was a controversy because she did playboy Mm, yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, they would stigmatize something that she did when I'm sure so many other uh, pageant queens have sexualized themselves. Yes. But when she does it, it's bad. Just okay. like um, they Shamari. T- they, they stripped her crown. Mm hmm. Because when black women are succeeding, um, and oh gosh, should, should Carrie, should care. Uh, she the the track runner, she recently won oh, yes. cannabis. Yes. And, and because of the cannabis situation, what is her name? Uh, I can't pronounce it, but I understand. What yeah, you mean. Yes. I see it. It's like S H E C A R R I E, and I feel like um, I feel like that's her name because of the marijuana. Yeah, and and it's like you know it's what? A, but be, because she's brown or a black woman and she smokes cannabis, it gives her extra strength. Yeah, you got to understand the history of marijuana <laughs> and cocaine. Of course, the reason they used to give cocaine to to black slaves. Yeah, in order for them to work fast. So black people mm. have a involuntary addiction because that's what we were given. Co- they would just give us liquid cocaine. But cocaine, but weed is the opposite of cocaine. Correct. But they stopped because they said that the cocaine was making the slaves aggressive towards the white people. They used to use 
the same analogy for the marijuana in the mm. 60s when they tr they banned it. Mm -hmm. They didn't want the marijuana in the brown people's hands because it was going to make them aggressive and attack white women. This constant, this continuous thing of perpetuating or connecting aggression mm -hmm. with blackness. Yes. When we're the main ones that get murdered. Yeah. And have been for centuries. Yeah. So, yeah, everything is, is anytime there's a new rule, yeah. it's because brown people have made it popular. Yeah. And now we have to, white people have to regulate it. That's it. You know, now that you're saying, like, which communities are suffering from these drugs being criminalized right now and whatever, British Columbia, I think, just recently passed this week. Mm -hmm. um, heroin, cocaine, and meth are legalized now. Mm -hmm. They're no longer criminalized. And that made me think about which communities will benefit from this decriminalization. Now, are these predominantly white communities? I haven't looked that up yet, see? yeah. Yeah, but I would think decriminalization of any drug would help people of color because so many people of color maybe are impacted by it depends. the criminalization of it. Mm -hmm. It depends. Just because it's decriminalized, um, for how much, and yeah. at mm -hmm. where is it decriminalized here in this neighborhood or this zip code? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they may decriminalize it in one area, but if you go to Alameda. It may not be. Like an abortion or something mm -hmm. in regards to California oh, being legal. And, yeah, yeah, they really crack it down on y'all women having babies. Hysterectomy, um, yeah. get you one. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have got one at 12, oh, my God. <laughs> it is the best. I never know what time of month it is. I don't care. It is amazing. You hear me? I just be walking down the street smiling all the time. Oh, my God. I save so much money not buying tampons and pads and <sighs> period panties and I never have to buy condoms. <laughs> You're like, I'm just saving money. I'm just saving all kind of money. Just <laughs> get you one. <laughs> it's amazing. Yes, oh. I'm telling you. If you ain't going to use it, you might as well take it out. Hysterectomy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the best decision. Yeah. But, I mean. Did you make that decision based on just, you know, feeling like I don't want to deal with this anymore, having a period? No. Okay. Fibroids. Okay. Um, I don't, fibroids, there's only one way to get rid yeah. of fibroids. I'm so sorry that you had to deal with that, but oh, I'm no, glad I'm that not. you feel, okay, great. Yeah. Awesome. Was, that was a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way of looking at it. I'm glad that you feel healthy and good and that you don't have something impacting you like that no more. Your period should not be so painful that you're balled up that, on the floor. Yeah. You know, yeah. I couldn't even take pain pills, yeah, because I would regurgitate them. Um, it was it was excruciating. Mm -hmm. Um, so it is. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I don't miss it at all. Yeah, I, who the fuck would miss a period? I, oh my god! I shout out to all you women with periods. I'm sorry. <sighs> I hate it. I know you do. I know you do. Sometimes it's I'm like, man, I just, just want to get pregnant get just to not have it. Periods, well, but then I'm like, I don't want to have a baby. Yeah, hysterectomy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was the best thing ever. They're gonna have me saying hysterectomy like get that. you one, <laughs> hysterectomy, get, get you one. one. That's right, baby. Mm -hmm. It was the best. They got nice, and you don't have to worry about that new law of abortions, they're not gonna stop you from getting a hysterectomy, right? Yes, and hmm. there's always a way around the rules. I like that. You've known since day one, huh? A way around the rules. Yeah, I, 
when I first started my period, it was excruciating. Yeah. So, uh, what, 12, 13? Those are your basketball days? I recently saw oh. you post that photo of you killer yeah. with the basketball. I used to love, oh, man. That was a good photo. It was cute. I was like, ah, look at Tammy, little I young to, Tammy with the basketball. All I wanted to do was play basketball. Um, that's it. That was my dream. Basketball. Cheryl Miller. Um, I looked up to Cheryl Miller and Pam, Pamela McGee. Um, and uh, I played against Lisa Leslie. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Now that now it's cool. <laughs> that's some shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, and a lot of a lot of people on my squad um, went on to college to play college basketball. Cool. Pretty much everybody I played with went on to play college basketball and went on to be successful, um, either in basketball or outside of it. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you still play today? You no, no. I don't. I don't like playing outside, mm -hmm. and there aren't any indoor gyms, gyms that yeah. you can go to. Okay. Um, like. 24-hour fitness, but you have to wait for... Forever. Forever. And I'm used to... I'm spoiled. Mm -hmm. I'm, I grew up in L.A. There was a basketball gym pretty much on every other corner. Literally. Yeah. Where I used Where I grew up. There was probably one, two... In the area. There were like four indoor gyms in a three-mile radius where I used to live in Los Angeles. Okay. So there was no shortage of going to go play inside so now you're like man it's not, if it's not the situation you want to do it and it's like fuck it i don't even want to do it like that now tell me in regards to i guess queer spaces in oakland how that has changed while you've been in it but there, also diversity in it there is no more queer spaces that i'm oh. aware of okay in but oakland I'm, yes but i'm okay. also old according to the gay um handbook okay i'm um an antique you know <laughs> i'm an original l because you, okay. <laughs> you you know these new gays old is good old is wise right these new gays have so many pronouns they don't like labels but the pronoun is a label i just want to put that out mm -hmm. there okay yeah. you don't want a label non-binary that's a label yeah. paranoranian that's a that's a label yeah you know so your it's label categorization still still the, yeah so you don't want labels i went through that phase of the gay oh i don't like labels mm -hmm. i'm like so now they have the pronoun. So you are she, her. I am me. <laughs> yes. Okay. I dated a woman when I was probably 25. And every time I went to her house, her mom would never let me in the door. Mm. I would knock on the door and she would say, yell at my, you know, my girlfriend's name at the time. He, she, it at the door. That was before the pronouns. Yeah. He, she, it at the door. Yeah. And growing up, it was always it or they, them. That was an insult when you were gay. Yeah. So now with the with these new gays, mm -hmm. oh, call me they, them. And I'm like, no, I'm I mean, I will as a respect. Yeah. But for me, I, I can't do the pronouns. And stuff. In the context and time that you grew up in, that influenced how you perceive those yes, words. Those were insults. Yeah. Yeah. So which I, also we must respect if right. that's your perception yes. of something then you know but the 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 gay community the lbgt alphabet gang gang mm -hmm. it has changed there's um the clubs used to actually be gay clubs mm. i would go to a gay or a lesbian club and i know 
I could talk to this woman. Mm-hmm. You know, she now, is interested in what I'm interested in, 100%. which is why we're here. Yes. Yeah. Now there is none of that. Because mm-hmm. you go can't assume. Because the gays, they all want everybody to be one happy family. Because sexuality is a spectrum, right, Tammy? No. <laughs> <laughs> but now that we're all in love with everybody yeah. and we're all friends with each other, when I go out, I don't know if I could talk to you. Mm. I don't know if I could flirt with you. Especially in this So it's kind of like a game, like an explorative game where you're like, huh? Uh, There's uh. too much energy. Yeah. Because now if I am interested in you and I do try to talk to you, I may offend you. Mm. Especially in this day and age that we live in, how I say something could offend you. Mm-hmm. Whereas back when I was in the gay scene, certain things you could say wouldn't offend somebody. Yeah. You have to be very sure that that person is interested in you before you say something to them. Yeah. I didn't think about that, about going places and being not knowing if they were in the group interest. Because then you go to a bar normally as a street, as a cishet woman. If I go to a bar, that's just a regu- that's yeah, just exactly. a, n- known as a, a straight place. bar or right. whatever. I can meet a dude and I, I could assume. Right. That, you right. know. But if I go to a bar. That you would think is meant for. Me. Yeah. I have to make sure mm-hmm. that that bar is meant for me. Yeah. And even if it is meant for me, is it open to everybody? Yeah. Because I know I've seen the change in my own community mm-hmm. where we would go to the gay bar that was a gay known gay bar and I would hit on women or talk to them and try to buy them a drink or whatever. I'm straight. Mm. We got 85,000 bars to go yeah. to. Why did you choose this one? Yeah. So I've seen the change, and now it's just I, I, I'm so wrapped up in comedy. Yeah. It's like I don't even have the energy to talk to a woman. Well, to end up with, I had a question because I don't know much about your dating life, but I guess I want to know what have you found difficult with dating outside of comedy, just mm-hmm. with, like, interpersonally connecting in this time. But also, like, I, I want to end this with understanding you better in that way. How can – so the question I ask everyone mm-hmm. is – how can someone love you better? Like, what's something about you that you feel like, as I've grown and understand myself now better, as we do more and more mm-hmm. every day, what is something that you like, this is how someone can love me better if we can, you know, X, Y, Z. Honesty. So guess, yeah. People are not honest anymore. Yeah. Um, so many liars. So many fraudulent just energy. Do you feel like you face that a lot with yeah. dating? In what ways? Well, I haven't. I've been single for five years, mm-hmm. like desertly single. For five desertly, years. desertly. <laughs> um, I don't even remember the last time I've had an interaction with a woman. Mm-hmm. My last girlfriend was five years ago in 2017. Mm-hmm. She broke up with me because she said she had to find herself. Mm-hmm. Um, after a year of us being together, writing handwritten letters, expressing our love, naming our kids, mm-hmm. our colors for our wedding, so on and so forth. I met her family, and then the church people, I guess, talked her out of being with me. That's the only uh, logical explanation. Out of like talking her out of being gay or mm-hmm. like, okay. I was the first woman she was with. Oh. So she broke up with me and said she had to find herself. And I haven't been with anybody since. Yeah. Because I don't, 
I don't know how to put myself back out there again and open up because I, I have very bad trust issues. Mm-hmm. So in order to love me, you're going to have to have patience and you're going to have to really prove to me mm-hmm. that this is where you want to be. Yeah. Um, cause I'm a kind hearted person and I love to give and spoil the woman that I'm with. Mm-hmm. But I, I also have to be able to reciprocate that. Somebody has to be able to give it back to me. Watering you. Right. And if I'm if you can't give me the same that I'm giving you, then this imbalance is not going to work. Yeah. I, I, um, you run out of water. Yes. And I want to be with a black woman. Yeah. I don't date white women. I want a black woman. And those black women are... are I don't know where they're going. They have left Oakland. Yeah. So I have to. Find Atlanta. Them. Atlanta's racist okay. and homophobic. Okay. Well, I thought Atlanta was like a, a mecca of LGBTQ, especially black LGBTQ. Atlanta is also where they sold slaves. Uh, uh, Georgia mm-hmm. is still a racist yeah. state. Look at the laws. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live anywhere where, what if I did want to have a baby with my girlfriend? Of course. Where now, you wouldn't I be got, able to. I yeah. wouldn't be able to, you know. So there are so many different elements of where I can live that factors into me being gay. Yeah. And I can't live anywhere that's that homophobic. Any other spaces aside from the Bay Area that you feel like um, could be that? No. Yeah. L.A. is homophobic. Yeah. I lived out there as an adult and they would tell me all the time, take your gay ass back to San Francisco. And so, the thing is, is San Francisco feels racist sometimes. Or be, I mean, not sometimes, because, but because yeah. Because those people aren't from San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco has changed. I remember, you know, all the Bay, San Francisco and Oakland was just a melting pot of just brown. Yeah. You know, you go to the mission in San Francisco, it's not the mission. There's no Mexicans. Yeah. So, yeah, I need. A, I, I would like a woman, a black woman, that can love the same as I love. Mm-hmm. I want a partner, a teammate. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom and my primary dad, they were teammates. Mm-hmm. My mom cooked. My primary dad cooked. You know, she worked. He worked. Mm-hmm. She wanted to learn how to. Drive, he taught her. He bought her a car. She wanted to uh, learn how to ride a bike as a grown person. He built her a bike from scratch. Mm-hmm. Went to the junkyard, got every piece, and built her a bike from scratch and taught her how to ride a bike. Now, yeah. she fell off and scraped her knees and never rode it again. But he probably was there to clean that up and 100%. wipe her knees. Exactly. With some, yeah, partnership. Now, example. Last time I took a woman on a date, we went to Venice Beach. When we got to the car after walking around the beach all that time, we got to the car, I washed her feet because she had on flip-flops. Yeah. Wash her feet, make sure got the little towel, pat her feet dry. In Indian culture, that's a very, like, uh, like a very serving, like a very right. beautiful thing to do. Right. Yeah. You know, sit in the truck, I wash her feet in the yeah. parking lot, make sure she's not dirty from the ankles down. Yeah. And make sure that she's comfortable and it feels safe to mm-hmm. be with me. Mm-hmm. Now, I need the same. Of course. Okay, just because I'm a boyish 
woman doesn't mean I don't like somebody to wash my feet every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, that has nothing to do me. with that. Exactly, right. yeah. And I feel like a lot of men out there, ladies, you know what I'm saying, do that for your man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Wash his feet every once in a while and yeah. pamper him the same way you want him to pamper everyone you. Everyone should be pampered and everyone should be given the pampering. That's right. Right. So I just want someone that's reciprocation. That's what you see. It sounds like you want the giving that you're given to be reciprocated. Right. And I, 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 I do like a particular type of black woman. Yeah, put it out there just in case. <laughs> put it out there. We got, we got listeners. We got 172 followers. Let's, let's go, 172. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I do. I like a particular black um, woman. You know, somebody that's um, educated. Mm-hmm. You know, that can challenge me. With, with education. I'm not yeah. overly smart, but at the same time, I don't want to talk about Twitter. Yeah, you want to stimulate your mind. Exactly. You I get stimulated. I like uh, schoolgirls, nerdy schoolgirls. Mm-hmm. She don't have to, you know, I don't like all that makeup, mm-hmm. okay? Makeup is okay. We go out, whatever. But when we take a shower, you should look the same mm-hmm. with the makeup off. Yeah. The makeup should enhance you not change what you look like. Yeah. So, yeah, that's about it. And okay. be age appropriate. Um, yeah. No kids. If you have kids, I hope they're grown out the house or old enough not to be sitting next to us while we're watching TV. Yeah, that changes yeah. the whole lifestyle if they're around. That's just a lifestyle, what you're looking for. Yeah. And that's fine. I'm tired of kids. Yeah, me too. I never even had them, and I don't think I, you know, I'm cool with them mm-hmm. not being around. I'm tired of them. I like my dog. Yeah. Yeah, and I could take him to the dog hotel. Yeah. But yeah, I'm exhausted with women with kids. Yeah. I've raised about 14 of them already. My God. Mm-hmm. Well, not talking about bringing something in then, but well, first off, thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. I really enjoy getting to know yes. you. I haven't I'm, really I'm, got to uh, learn more about you on this in this way, so I'm glad. Born in Brooklyn, raised in LA. I got my game from the Bay. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you shared all that <laughs> with us. Yeah, I have fun. Thank you. Thank you, Tammy. I appreciate you. Yes. One we thing, out here. One thing, last thing I want to know, you have a ceremony for when you get rid of them uh, sex toys in a relationship? when you Because you only bring one in for the relationship, right? I just throw so it away. So when the relationship, you just throw it away, you oh, burn no, it, you do no, anything? No. no, there was no ceremony. Chant like, anything? <laughs> that particular person, um, I had already had one. Yeah. So it, there was no... Um, Solidarity, no, it didn't, it wasn't solidified to where, okay, let's go get a new one. Yeah. This is ours. No, she got the the same one all them other bitches got. There you go, exactly. Yeah, no. And at the end, she's like, I'm glad I didn't buy a new one. Yes, that's expensive. That's expensive ass toy. Because she was like, you got to get a new one. And I was like, would you ask the dude you was fucking to get a new dick? Yeah. No. He 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 gonna fuck. You the same dick. Same dick. The fuck all them bitches. <laughs> it's a gender equity issue, yeah. honestly. You want equal rights, you go get this equal right dick. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's for everybody. Okay? Now, <laughs> if you want to be in a committed relationship, just you and I, no problem. I'll just go get a dick for you and I. Yeah. But until then, this dick is for everybody. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had to get rid of everything because... um. Then you start to leave with it. Yeah. When I go on trips and I go fly yeah. and it's, I'm packing it, leading with, oh, yeah, I know I'm going to do yeah. this. Yeah. So it's more of a mental thing that I don't have it. Yeah. So if I do meet a woman 
and we do, you know, go out on a date and we have fun, that's not in the back of my mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got that. We There's no like, expectation there. Right. It's like, you know. We could just hang out and have fun. And if something happens, and it happens without this. That's, that's right. You know, I have, that's okay. I have a whole bunch of other um, physical tools. Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys trips yeah. up your sleeve. It's power okay. To you people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Power to the power people. Power to the people. <laughs> I'm about yeah. them tricks. Yeah, I got All right. it. I got it. <laughs> oh, they, thank you, Tammy. It was some women back in the day, whenever they saw me, they would be like, that was a move. Because, I, you know, that's that's. <laughs> I don't even know if it's an innuendo move. I don't know yes. what's going on. Yes. Okay. Um, I was like, this is because I'm like, we talking about blackness. We talking about. <laughs> what are we, you're like, I don't know it. if you've ever had. No, okay. that terrifies That's me. Ter- okay, my bad. <laughs> that terrifies me. Well, it, it doesn't. You just not going to go in there. Mike Tyson, the vagina. You know what I'm saying? You got to patience. Yeah, go. you got to play the piano. But see, yeah, uh, you got to play the piano. Uh, you know PC piano seems skinnier than a fist, see? Yeah, but once you play the piano and the keys, then and you're, you start rocking on. Yeah, and then now you're you're in there already. You know, you can snatch your soul. <laughs> right on out of there. Snatch that soul right on out of there. <laughs> and that's, that's probably why a lot of the women that I dated ended up being real crazy. Oh, yeah, because you snatched their soul? Probably. With your fist out of their vagina. Mm-hmm. That's the way I, to, I, that definitely had a lot of I want to learn how to snatch your soul out of a dude's dick. Well, I can't help you. Okay? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Um, I don't suck dick, but I can find you a dick sucker. Okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I've, I've definitely had some, some exhilarating um, women that I used to date. They were Good. very, um, mm, yeah. Good. We need those memories to uh, reminisce about. Yeah. I mean, I, I did a lot of, um, remember Yahoo Messenger? No, you don't. You're too young. I remember I Yahoo Messenger. You don't. No, you don't. I remember it, Yahoo Messenger. It came out when you were born. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yahoo Messenger. Um, they had the little chat. Yeah. And I used to meet so many women. I'm sure. On that chat thing. Um, mm. I went to Hawaii. I met one woman on Yahoo Messenger and then ended up meeting 25. So it was like your original fuck app. It was the yeah, original. Basically, that was the original. They got a grinder for lesbians? I don't know. I'm I'm off the social yeah. uh, internet dating. Okay. I haven't done that since Yahoo Messenger. No, POF. What is POF? Plenty of fish. Have you heard Oh, of is that? that for lesbians? It's for everybody. Okay. Yeah, I did POF for a minute, but then it was like, it was the same people. Yeah. I don't know where lesbians are. So if anybody, <laughs> we, we try if to find anybody them. knows where are the lesbians, where the black lesbians reside, <laughs> please let me know at TammyT.com. Yes, throw out your Instagram too. Oh, Instagram, T-A-M-M-Y-T-E-A-L-O-V-E at Instagram. So where are the black lesbians? Where are the black lesbians? Mm-hmm. I'm coming out. I got t-shirts. I know your mama. And I got <laughs> beanies coming out. O-G-L. Okay. Okay. So uh, check and be on the lookout for those. But yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Tammy. And I probably do know your mama. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's true. Thanks again for tuning in. If you're liking what I'm doing here, please follow the podcast on Spotify and give us a five-star rating. If you're not liking what I'm doing, don't rate shit. Take care of yourselves. I'll catch up with you next week.